When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Welcome in to a very quick solo episode of Friends from Work, a Marvelette. I am your host, Kyle Sconewell, and this is a podcast about all things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Marvel's releases to the public on Thursday night, tomorrow, if you're listening today on Wednesday, November 8th. And I've just been seeing some really interesting discourse, so I wanted to hop on here by myself and take just literally 10 to 15 minutes to give a couple of explanations to my original tweets on my initial reactions to the film. Robbie and I actually just finished recording our almost two-hour initial reactions episode to the Marvels, and now I am punching this the day after on a Wednesday, and I've been able to see a little bit of the response from different people, and it's just been so fascinating again. I am not passionate about the overall culture war for cinema, okay? I think it's a waste of time to wade into those waters for the most part, and I try not to. What I am passionate about, though, is that people that are into this kind of film don't get burnt out or discouraged because they feel like they're losing this cultural war of Marvel films. And I just don't want our listeners to have the same kind of fatigue that I felt from The Last Jedi and Star Wars. If you listen to this podcast, you know what I'm talking about there. I used to love Star Wars. I grew up watching it, and I was so stoked about the new films. I was let down by The Force Awakens because it didn't push the ball forward. But then when I saw The Last Jedi, I thought it was so creative in so many different ways. And so I was just so mind-blown that there were so many Star Wars fans that didn't like it that I got so fatigued talking about it. And it literally single-handedly burnt me out. And ever since, I would say, the last year or so, but definitely since Quantumania, Multiverse of Madness, She-Hulk, that era, and then most recently, Secret Invasion, there is just becoming such a shift on how we're supposed to view these movies to the varieties and the vultures of the world. And I can't emphasize this enough. It just shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter what Variety thinks. It doesn't matter if Variety assumes that the MCU is dead. The Marvels is a really fun movie. I went with my wife and we really enjoyed our time. 
And I will always look back on my first night watching that film very fondly. Was it perfect? No. There are a couple of things that could be changed for sure. Is it the best film the MCU has ever made? Nope. Is it even top 10? I'm not sure it is. But it's really fun and it's really good. It doesn't redefine the genre. It really doesn't. And so the critics that already don't like the superhero films, if you already have superhero fatigue, then this movie is not going to change that for you. It's just not. That explains the lower Rotten Tomatoes score. But if you like this genre and you care about the MCU, I think there's no way, as long as you go in with the correct expectations of what this film is trying to do, there's no way you won't leave with this film far exceeding your expectations. One of my friends texted me and said, before the film, how excited are you? And I said, honestly, I'm about a four out of 10. Relative to my Spider-Man 2 love right now and my Loki love right now, the Marvels was definitely lowest on my list. Combine that from a marketing perspective of there's no real world premiere and there's no real press conferences because of the actor strike. Definitely the Marvels is one of the least hyped movies in a while. But I went in with a four out of 10. It didn't just exceed my expectations. It greatly exceeded them. And that's what I want people to take away. You can still love this movie and you can still have a blast. Don't let this become Quantumania, which I feel like was sacrificed on the altar of this cultural war. And I'm really passionate about that. Does it mean you have to love the movie? No, but I do want us to change our mindset when viewing these things. So honestly, don't even get stressed about the negative reviews. Just go in and watch it. I do think the villain is maybe a little bit not the highlight of the film, but guess what? The whole film doesn't really revolve around the villain. I don't agree with the New York Post type articles that say it's all fan service and this is garbage. It's totally not. I don't even know what they're talking about with that. If you are listening to this podcast, you're an MCU fan, you're going to enjoy it. The last thing I want to touch on in the last trailer before the Marvel's released, Marvel clearly has had a more desperate play at marketing. And so they leaned heavily into the nostalgia of the original Avengers, included some key lines that maybe spoil some things. And I think that that's not helpful at this point, because in my opinion, this is a really fun, breezy standalone film that if you come into it just looking for what MCU boxes are going to be checked, how are we going to get from point A to point B, and what is this movie going to do for the greater MCU, then I think you'll be disappointed because that's not what the movie is about. So please clear your mind of those kinds of expectations. This is not a giant Kang multiversal war movie. And whatever led us to think it would be, this is a Captain Marvel sequel with some really fun improvements and additions. The lower scores that you're seeing on Rotten Tomatoes are totally garbage at this point because of this cultural war. You're telling me that this movie and Quantumania are worse than Thor The Dark World, where the plot literally hinges on them throwing poles at a convergence? Absolutely not. If The Marvels was released in Phase 2, this movie would have 84%, 
and we'd all be having a good time watching it. Then you'd have some good fun dialogue to talk about afterward. Where is this movie leading us? What's it trying to do on a bigger picture? But because it's releasing in the same era as Quantumania and this heightened sports shock jock type culture towards this, that's the only explanation for the lower score. I have had a couple of friends text me that they're now worried that the score is lower. Just don't. Just don't be. Have fun with it. Go in with the right mindset. It's funny. It's charming. The action is really fun. Are there a couple of wonky visuals? Maybe when a couple of characters are flying, the close-up shots of them flying, you can tell it's green screened. But ignore the critics that say it's a CGI mess. It is so far from a CGI mess. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous space movie in so many ways. Feels like Star Wars in some ways with some of the visuals. Are there a couple things? Sure. Are there a couple things I would have tweaked with some of the pacing and writing and dialogue? Yeah. Yeah. Are there a couple moments where I'm like, yeah, that's not for me as much. I'm not the target audience. Yeah. But man, I had so much fun. And Robbie had so much fun. And we did not talk about it at all before we recorded our initial reactions episode. And I start off the episode going like, dude, I really liked it. And I was nervous. Like, what did you think? I had no idea if he hated it. And in totally isolated circumstances, he had the same feelings that I did. It's just a really fun, well-paced, well-directed, breezy story in the MCU. And if you go in with the right expectations, you're going to love it. So thank you for letting me do a quick Kyle rant on this. I felt it was important just given the cultural moment. Please have fun. Please stay in touch with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You can join our Discord. You know that already. And you can subscribe to this podcast, rate, review it if you have 60 seconds. And if you're interested in more of these kinds of discussions, check out Friends From Work Plus for $5, $15, or $25 a month where you can get a ton of extra goodies and bonus content in the MCU. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time, guys, here on Friends From Work. Work.